You're listening to Real Talks Dominate Your Real Estate Business, a podcast for realtors. Every week, your host, Charlie Bengal, sits down with experts in the real estate industry to discuss ways to become a more successful business owner. Amy, always good to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Charlie. Uh, we survived tax extension day on Wednesday and our discussion around that. So now we're going to, I think today and Monday, we're talking, trying to get deep into listing presentation because we know that having a listing right now, as long as it's priced right and at a decent location and shows well, is basically like getting a paycheck. So everybody's clamoring, how do I get more listings? So Amy, well, how I do think, they get more listings? Well, I think you just made a really important point that I don't know that I thought we were going to address. And that is you can sell just about anything right now. So True. I think you have to really know what you're talking about. I, I said this to an agent the other day. I said, if they could put a sign on their fence and get two offers, right. what do they need you for? And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm really trying to get us to all really look at this because yep. I honestly believe the amount of exposure that I and my closest friend agents give to properties is what creates... Um, a really strong showing, right? Yep. Really strong viewing and incredible multiple offers over any recent sales. And then justification to an appraiser with a stack of other offers. So I, I think using an agent is absolutely vital to getting top dollar and keeping your wits about you. So the agent has to believe that and the agent needs to be able to communicate that. Yes, and it's uh, it's funny that you bring this up because literally an hour ago, I was having a conversation with a coaching client near Detroit, and she has a client who was ready to use her to buy, but wanted to FISBO the house that he needs to sell, you know, in order to buy, and he was going to sell it to some coworker off market or something. And she's like, "Why don't we put it on the market? I'm going to get you more money, right? My fee will be covered because I can get you more money." get you a higher net than if you were to sell to this colleague and he's in. So she's going to end up, you know, getting that listing and she already had, you know, the sale, um, you know, when, when he cashes out, but, you know, I thought that she handled that discussion uh, rather well. So, you know, I, it's not just sign lockbox, take a few pictures, put it in the MLS, it might sell, but you're not going to get the same amount that you're going to get if, if you're applying, the standards that you and I have talked about, every agent should have a standard, right? What is your standard? Are we marketing like we always market to try to get more eyeballs on that house and drive the price up? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think the other thing to keep in mind is although you're right that you could sell it with a sign in the yard, you may not get the listing if that's what you pitch. Um, right. in, in every boom market, the number of licenses goes up dramatically. So every MLS has way more realtors, way more licensed realtors than they had five years ago. Um, and it's they may be part-time agents, they may be full-time agents. Charlie, you and I know, and I think everyone knows some little, some little crazy newbie who appeared on the scene two years ago who seems to be wiping the floor with a lot of people. Right. It's like just when you think it's hard to break into a market. You know, somebody with absolute gumption who who puts their best put, foot forward really can mm -hmm. take a strong market share. So all this to say, the way you present yourself and the way you present your value absolutely matters. And that's what we're going to talk about today and Monday. Awesome. So where do we want to start today? So <clears throat> I, <laughs> I guess I'm beating this to death, but until you guys listen, I'm going to keep saying it. Expectation setting 
is absolutely key. You have to let the seller understand what's about to happen. Don't leave them begging you for more information, calling you later saying, wait, um, when is this going to be? And did we need to talk about? And you're like, oh crap, I forgot to cover that. You need to cover everything. You need a really, really detailed checklist and make sure nothing is left out. I recommend, and Charlie, I think you do too, that you can send kind of the warm, fuzzy stuff in advance. I'm a great agent. I've been right. doing long I have these credentials my brokerage has this market share all of that can come in advance along with testimonials a map of your sales uh, big picture market trends you know maybe some of the talking points that you and I have given Charlie about you know properties are seeing all-time highs you could have some of that stuff in there I would never send my CMA and I know agents that do so if you have a technique don't feel stopped by me uh, but I want to explain the the, the current comps in person. Agreed, uh, along with my fee in person. So, so those are the two that I'm not sending in advance. But yeah, I like the idea of, listen, I'm gonna send you a book. I'd love for you to spend some time looking at the book so you get to know me, my company, what we're gonna do to market your home for sale and our results. So when I get to the house, we make it all about you and your needs because we know that most people don't send anything. Mm -hmm. We know that most people, when they get there, they just throw up Remax or Coldwell or whoever you work for, right? All over the client. And the agent typically is making the appointment about the agent and not really the seller and their needs. So I really think that it's still a pretty big differentiator. Absolutely. Um, I shared on a previous show that I had converted mine to a flip book. Um, it just right. make it look a little bit more polished. Um, I think it's really important that you stick to a standard process. I had this backfire on me recently when I had an old friend contact me to say, I'm under contract on a house in Florida. I need you to list my house here in Colorado mm -hmm. like within days. Yeah. And I said, um, okay, when did this happen? And she said, well, I haven't heard back yet. On the, on, the, on the house, I haven't heard back if my offer is accepted. Well, it wasn't, um, but we had a very brief conversation about what it would entail to get this thing launched fast. Okay. And I recommended that I would send my stager sooner than later to just give her advice about what to pack. Mm -hmm. I didn't define staging. What, what does the consumer know? Right. I, didn't, I wasn't offering to replace all her furniture, you know? Okay. So I, I really needed to be, even though we were in a hurry and she wasn't ready for the full presentation, if I say staging, I can't drop word bombs without definitions. So I called her back yesterday and I said, I wanna be really clear. Um, she can come anytime you have time in your schedule. It's gonna be a two hour consultation. Mm -hmm. Just walk through and take detailed notes and give us a really good report. And then you and I can talk about whatever changes we think would be best based on her report. We've all got to do a better job of communicating. Right. And you got to do it both in writing and explaining with your voice. Yeah, I like it. And and having a system to do that. So you're not, you know, it's okay, now we're on step four. I need to make sure that she understands what the staging consult is, right? The you know, the the movers are not showing up to swap out the furniture today, right? It's just no. a consultation. Yes, right. So so I am just like all of you. I was caught between coaching calls with a, whoa, right? So I need a standard protocol and I have it, but it just in that moment, it's an mm -hmm. old friend. I just throw something out. And I think you all, you know, can remember times that you did something similar. So follow a standard process. And Charlie, if you want, we can just follow an outline and make sure we talk about what's in your standard process. I think that makes a lot of sense.
Okay, great. So first things first, and we've talked about this in previous shows, you should have already had your interview to talk about who's going to be involved and when this needs to happen and, and assess their motivation. Follow the seller uh, questionnaire that is on the allegianceway.com. That'll be right. good. Uh, then I think it would be ideal to communicate something in advance of your arriving. We talked about the warm and fuzzy, and maybe that's a bad description of it, but the more that send the about me in advance. Mm -hmm. When we get there, we're going to make it about you. So send the about me in advance and figure out how many things you can include in that. There's quite a bit of expectation setting you can do in advance. Yes. Keep in mind, however, if you dump all of the, here's how appraisals work, here's how inspection works, if you dump all your explaining into that initial document and they don't read it, they don't know. Right. Expectations are not set just because you send an email. <clears throat> um, so I would be very, very careful to explain those things. When you actually do your presentation, again, define all the things that you talk about and don't say, I asked them if they wanted me to. I asked them if they wanted me to explain and they said no. Right. No, 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 no. Yep. Just explain. Just explain. Because not everyone means the same things, right? And I've had people say to me, oh, they've sold a house before. That's not a thing. <laughs> not in this market. They had a different agent. They were right. in a different market. They had a yep. different experience. No matter what, you are here to educate them about your service. Don't assume that this is intuitive. So right. do a really good job of understanding your own service. And I was talking to a coach and client the other day about taking the time, however many times you need to, like once a day until you get comfortable to read your own listing presentation yes. to yourself. Don't show up unprepared and say, oh, I'm just so nervous. I don't do this very often. Well, that's your fault, right? Don't don't practice brain surgery on the patients. Yep. Practice it on the cadaver. So, so, so I send out a book. You send out an email. The point is we're sending collateral, right? Let's say they even review it. You are a proponent, however, of still showing up with some marketing samples. Let's talk more specifically about what happens when you show up. So when we show up, I always think we need to be reassessing motivation because I think miscommunication happens, right? Okay. What do you say, Charlie? Uh, conflict arises when expectations differ. Yes. So reestablish. Here's what we're here to talk about today, right? We're gonna be t we're gonna go through things for about an hour, longer if you guys want. Mm -hmm. I years ago showed up to a listing presentation and the woman had backed competing agents back to back in 30 minute increments. I had no idea, did right. not see that coming. So, you know, my fault for not saying, I'll arrive at this time, it'll take at least an hour. So make sure you understand, here's what we're here to establish tonight. Is that what you had in mind, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, right? Good. Yes. Um, and then maybe you didn't talk to both of them on the phone. Mm -hmm. So say, you know, I talked to Brandon and he said that, you know, moving to Austin by such and such time is ideal. Is that is that what you were thinking also, Sharon? And and just get clear, okay. everyone. Um, I appreciate what you said about bring samples. So for me, because I do these now via Zoom, yep. uh, I don't know whatever state you're in, uh, right now masks are really strongly encouraged. Yes. So I have tried showing up, um, Mask and gloves and paper is just not ideal. Zoom is fantastic. Mm -hmm. You can share your screen. Um, and I find, Charlie, actually, that it's a little bit cleaner than even before sitting around an iPad on a couch with a couple trying to go through the collateral. Right. So I have my MLS up and ready to go through the comps. Okay. I have marketing samples, video, print, all the different things that I do that I can show them my book of work, right? Okay. We talked about a, a portfolio of work. Yep. Um, and then be prepared with a net sheet. Don't make them guess what all the costs will be. They don't understand. Um, right. 
when settlement has has finished all the process, what will be involved. So yeah, I have all that queued up in different so, tabs. So if you're using Zoom, are they, at what point do they take you through the house? Have they done that previously, like on FaceTime or on Zoom, then you go back and you work your comps, or are you doing that as part of this appointment like, like we normally would, right? We would show up, we would walk through the house, kind of build rapport, and when are you doing that over Zoom? Boy, I think that's a really good question, and maybe you and I should debate it right here. Because yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean I, 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 uh, I've always been an advocate of one appointment. Mm -hmm. Now, I know in some markets, it's pretty common for the agent to go visit, take a look at the house, right, and then come back with comps. Right. At, at least in my market, okay. I don't think you have that opportunity often, right? Somebody comes oh. in, swoops in, grabs the listing, and there's Correct. no second appointment. Correct. That's what so, I heard. Um, how have you done it in the past on Zoom during that first kind of pre-call when you're asked when you're going through the seller questionnaire, are you doing a home tour or are you doing that during the regular listing appointment like you would normally do, you know, a physical listing appointment? I'm just curious how you're personally doing it. Right. Well, it so depends on your market and, and yeah. now about how many more historic homes you guys have than us. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm in a much newer market with many more tract homes. Right. So, uh, the, the really custom nature of your homes is a factor. Yep. But I think the most important thing is about the relationship with the client, because if you have a strong relationship with them, you might be able to do it in any particular order. Mm -hmm. um, but I shared that I actually lost a listing from a neighbor because the first thing I did was go over mask and gloves to mm -hmm. tour their house. I was prepared. Right. to walk them through everything on Zoom thereafter. Mm -hmm. And I was the third agent and they were over it. Okay. So I feel that putting my value first should have come first. Mm -hmm. Smiling in a mask just doesn't take you as right. far as you might right. think. Right. So um, the next one, uh, without ever having seen the home, um, I had a referral mm -hmm. and got, got the clients on there immediately on Zoom as soon as they were able and walked them through the vision and said, here's what we're up against. What do you think about that? Okay. So, right. And they're like, oh, this feels good. This is great. When can yeah. you come over? Yep. Uh, and that totally worked. And then we talked about a few repair items. We talked about getting some, getting some support from a stager. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for me, that's how I would do it because putting your value forward. Yep. Super important. You've got to tell them, here's what I'm going to do for you. Right. Yeah. So it's almost a pre, a pre listing appointment on zoom, right? This, this is actually, this is not something we probably would have done a year ago. Right. right? So you're almost doing a, a list, a mini listing presentation on zoom, getting them to buy in building rapport, then going over. Right. And then, you know, do you have any additional questions? You're going over the comps, you're going over the, so it's almost like that, that pre-listing book that we would send, you're also doing that on Zoom. Yes. Right, and, and that, I don't think many agents are, you know, are doing that. So, you know, I think that that's interesting, trying to build rapport over Zoom before you go over and you actually meet with the client, you walk through the house. Um, I just- Think about, oh, go ahead, finish what you're gonna say. I, I was just gonna say, those pre-listing questions to the seller, the number of agents that I talk to that do not use those and get caught flat footed when they get to the house is staggering. Yeah. The number of agents that have, that I've, that have been agents for 20 years. Yeah. Right. And they're like, you know, they'll say to me on a coaching call or a group coaching call, you know, I'm afraid they're going to want to, I'm afraid they're going to want too much for the house. Mm. And I said, well, did you ask them yet? Well, mm -hmm. well, no. Well, should should you? 
Well, okay, maybe, right? <laughs> or what's the condition of the house, right? What's the, sure. you know, did you just remodel the kitchen? Sure. You know, you don't want to walk in and see that the place is, is, is a mess and not have some idea based on the questions. So sure. I just, I will continue to implore people until I'm blue in the face to please grab the questions off the allegianceway.com and, and use them and get into that habit. And those questions are not the, the maximum number of questions. Depending on their answers, you're going to be asking more questions. You're going to go deeper, as you and I have talked about so many times. Well, so you, as you were saying. Well, no, I, you, you just made me think of something. And I love it when these shows just sort of go their own organic way. And we think of things that we hadn't in real time. It's occurring to me to ask whether you want the listing, whether you're competent to list the house, how much does that depend on the house? Now, in some cases, in extreme cases, sure, the house matters. Is yeah. it really, really in bad shape? Or is it something way outside of anything that you feel you're competent to represent? Mm -hmm. that, that's a possibility. It's not the norm. Right. The norm is that you're trying to persuade them that you're good enough for them. Yes. <clears throat> the problem is, I think most of us show up relatively unprepared yep. and we sort of dance through the house trying to say nice things, you know, maybe make some suggestions without insulting them, you know, hope that you're close enough on value to convince them to work with you. Yep. Just in this moment, Charlie, I'm thinking this is ridiculous and backwards. If what you have is a service model, a really strong professional service mm -hmm. model that helps guide people through buying and selling varieties of types of real estate, if you would present that, and then the second thing we do is we go check out the asset. Okay. So right. now that we've established we have we have um, a plan, we have yes. a plan of attack. Now let's go look at the asset, right? right. Now we're going right. to customize our plan of attack yep. based on the thing that we're going to now that we're going to sell. Because really, it's it's about are they too crazy for you to take on as clients, yep. right? It's rarely that the house is too crazy. Right. Once in the blue moon. But right. it, is the client a good fit for you? Are you a good fit for the client? Yep. And when we just show up and make it all about the house, I think we're missing an opportunity to make it about the service. Yep. And the house could be secondary. I don't know. Oh. Maybe that backfires because I know the owner has so much pride. Right. No, I no, I I you could almost re we could almost rewrite our listing process based on this show today and going deeper before you get to the house, right? On Zoom, ideally to build rapport. Yeah. And you know, showing your stuff and then sending them the book or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think anybody's doing that. I don't know any agent that's getting on Zoom, establishing rapport. You're basically going through the questions on Zoom. Right. Right. Instead of just on the phone. And then you're sending out your book and then you're getting there. And yeah, I mean, it, it if the seller's motivated, the house almost doesn't matter. Right. If they're motivated, we can get it sold. Right. Well, Even if it backs to train tracks and the whole, you know, anomaly, it, there was a fire. Right. We, we all know agents that have sold houses that there was a fire and they just walked away. Now, that's not normal, but no. they needed to sell. And so, I mean, I think, as you were saying, it's it's not just about the house. Well, no, it's mo it's not. And I, right. I think we have been doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I think. But to your point, Charlie, when you said, let's just do the questionnaire in person. I don't know that that's exactly what I meant, only because what I had envisioned would make end up making this a very long Zoom call. Mm -hmm. If we both did the initial part, the pre part, the fluff part, yeah. if we did all of it on Zoom, it's going to be really long. So I still like the idea of sending your about me to them. Here okay. you go. Yep. Here's my testimonial. Right. Right. You know, 
<clears throat> and then when we get on Zoom, I'm walking them through my service and, we're, and I'm walking through the strategy. I call it a pricing strategy session or, or a negotiating strategy session, a marketing strategy session. In lieu of going to the house. Not in lieu you, of are, you, are, you are doing these the on Zoom. I'm doing it on Zoom. Period. Right. House. So if you're an agent in a market where you're still doing listing presentations or you're back to doing listing presentations in a house, right? Are you skipping? So we're not adding Zoom here, right? You're, you're, you're doing the pre-listing questions either on the phone or you could do them on Zoom and then you're sending your stuff, right? And then you're going over to the house, you're walking around, you're building rapport um, as normal, if you will, masked, you know, whatever. Um, to take a look at the house and then you're talking your pricing and you're talking um, pricing of the house and the commission basically. But those, th that's the step that you're just doing that all on zoom. Yeah. This is a challenging question, Charlie, because first of all, you know, our markets are going to continue to change. Right. As of uh, midnight last night, Colorado masks are mandatory, uh, not for realtors, yeah. for all humans. Right. Um, and so, I guess I don't even want to speak to, oh, if you have looser rules in your state, do whatever right. you want. It's going to change. Yeah. But here's the problem, Charlie. It will continue to change for the rest of our careers. Yep. So do you do you follow the norm? Whatever other agents do, you do? Or would there be any room for you to change and create a different standard? I don't know. Because, Charlie, if, it, if COVID were gone a year from now and anybody could do anything they want, would you seem like a weird agent? to insist that people meet you on Zoom. I mean, right. I have coaching clients who say, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm yep. not going it back. Right. Like, I'm keeping Zoom. Yep. So we have to decide, is there any way to establish our own professional standard that makes it go more smoothly for everyone involved? Uh, maybe we really do have to parse this out and make sure mm -hmm. that we don't spend too much time not in person when in person is an option. I'm just realizing as you and I are talking, yeah that I think just showing up and looking at the house is not only a crutch, it's kind of inadequate. Right. You know, to just say, if I say nice enough things about your house, maybe you'll hire me. Yep. Um, so if we could focus on presenting our service model and then evaluating the house is a second step that they've already bought in, that they get right. it, great, right. when can we start? Okay, awesome. Let's continue this conversation on Monday. All righty. Thanks for listening to Real Talks Dominate Your Real Estate Business.